If you've got a few minutes for day three of CES, we'll get stuck into it in the wrap. For January 10, day 3 of CES 2018, you're tuned into The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And in case you didn't know, we're at CES in Las Vegas this week. It's home to pretty much everything, from computers to tablets to cars and cameras, and quite a lot of audio, because these days, everything matters. And that's true especially in the audio world, because now that smartphones are well and truly ditching the 3.5mm headset jack, more companies are encouraging smartphone owners to go mobile. Sure, we've had Bluetooth headphones for quite some time, but more than ever, they're important, because as a 3.5mm headset jack disappears, Bluetooth could be your best way of connecting, and the least cumbersome way possible. We've seen a few audio companies already this week, and Jabra was one of them, showing off the sequel to last year's thoroughly excellent Elite Sport wireless earphones, without doubt one of our favourites. This year the earphones will be the Elite 65T and the Elite Active 65T, devices that are very similar, mostly differing because of the level of water and sweat resistance they each have. And at their core, they take what worked in the Elite Sport wireless and up the game even more, shrinking the technology down thanks to Jabra's GN Resound division, which makes hearing aids super small. The Elite 65T relies on four microphones and some neat audio beamforming technology to balance spoken audio and get it to your ears and earphones much better, while the battery life has been improved to 15 hours total, up from 13 in the current generation, and basically relying on the earphone storage box to charge the earphones up. And after all, you're not going to be wearing them all day and every day, even if you do love them dearly. Jabra isn't the only company with new earphones though, and Bang & Olsen showed us that both of its active noise-cancelling headphones from last year, the H8 and H9, have been updated for this year, adding a letter and just a little bit more. Depending on if you like on-ear or around-ear, the Bioplay H8i and H9i will offer more battery life, a slightly cleaner design, a proximity sensor to detect when the headphones are off your head so they can pause, and a transparency mode so you can hear the outside world and you don't walk out into traffic like we have from time to time. Seriously, noise cancellation is both a blessing and it can be a curse, so use it wisely and don't get yourselves run over. Wireless and noise cancellation also popped up from the likes of Sony, which has made one of the smallest pairs of noise-canceling earphones we've ever seen. They're called the WF-SP700N, and while they lack a catchy name, because Sony earphones and headphones haven't had catchy names for quite a while, they're not far off the size of Apple's AirPods or Jabra's Elite wireless earphones, and yet they feature noise cancellation and a degree of sweat resistance as well. Basically, you can think of Sony's earphones as noise cancellation for fitness folks, separating themselves from the world while they run, creating a bubble of sound, and basically allowing you to sweat, because they pack in resistance for that as well. We also met someone new at one of CES's more startup-y shows, and it comes from a brand we've not heard of before called Master Art of Sound. And while you probably haven't heard the name either, they're working on MMCX, a cable technology that allows you to take a pair of headphones and replace the part of it that breaks most often the cable, and then get it to do other things. Now, MMCX isn't new, and it's primarily focused on high-end audiophile crowds, but it almost always ends in a standard 3.5mm headset jack. Remember what we said at the beginning of this show? How the 3.5mm jack is dying? Master Art of Sound has built several MMCX cables, and basically they allow you to turn your earphones that support them into a sort of convertible earphone. You can choose a standard 3.5mm cable, or you can choose a USB Type-C cable, so you can plug them directly into something like a Google Pixel. Or you can even get a Bluetooth of cables so you can turn them into wireless earphones. Basically, you replace the cable as and when you need it. 
And audio wasn't the be-all end-all today, because we also got our hands on a few new phones from Alcatel that offer a delightful amount of promise, especially since they all aim to be fairly inexpensive. We can't say much because, honestly, we don't know that much. It's basically a preview for what's coming in Mobile World Congress. But when they do come to Australia, Alcatel's 1, 3, and 5 series phones will offer massive full-view screens, the 18 to 9 aspect ratio screens, like on the Galaxy S8 and the iPhone X, but for budget prices. We'd say more if we could, but the simple reality is our hands-on time was cut rather short from a blackout affecting CES. It seems like the cruelest joke to pull the plug on the world's biggest gadget and electronic show, but that's exactly what happened today at CES, with the power going out for a couple of hours, and basically casting everything in silence and darkness that affected our interviews and affected product briefings, but it's been fixed, and we'll still have more news from the show floor tomorrow. There's honestly just so much at CES, halls and halls of stuff, just when you think you've found the end of one, there's another hall, usually upstairs, that you haven't looked through. We'll try and get through it all, but it's a big task for one reporter, it's a, it's a big task for two or three. We're uploading as much as we can at picker.com.au so if you want to know about anything we've mentioned check there first we'll be back tomorrow with more news from the show floor and we'll probably be talking wi-fi computing and some of the other neato gadgets we've seen until then live from vegas take care